It's nugget time here on the Island Shuffle. Welcome to McDonald's. Can I take your order? Well, I'll have one podcast with a side of hilarity. Well, you're in luck because it's dollar drink days. Whoa! I just had dollar drink days. Uh, I had an iced coffee just now from the famous Donald of of Mac. The famous Donald of Mac. Uh, and uh, I made the decision to stop getting vanilla because it's too sweet. And I just went for a plain old iced coffee. And you know what? It was plenty tasty. Good for you. I Thank you. Thank you for your support in this trying good time. Good for you. I think Seriously, good for you. It's very brave of me. It is what we all should be doing. We all gotta get iced coffees. Good for you. It's good for me. It's good for me. I want to do that. I want that to be my thing as a customer service representative. <laughs> I wish I was still a waiter, because then whenever someone orders a thing, I would just go, good for you. <laughs> good. You know, you're just out there. You're going for it, and I can see that. Good for you. That would be if I ordered something. When you're in a restaurant, mm-hmm. you don't. And you're like, I don't know what to order. I've got like five things. They all look pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I want. If I order something and the waiter says, good for you, I know I've made the right choice. <laughs> I would second guess the hell out of my choice. I'm like, did I just take a risk? I don't know if I wanted to take a risk. No, good. No. Good for you. There are way. If I would, I would feel risky if the waiter was like, oh, baby. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> Imagine if you you place your order and you're just like, I'll have the I'll have the ribeye steak, and the waiter's just like, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to. I want my move. Maybe I'll become a waiter again, so I can do so you can all do all these, these funny moves. All these funny, you can pull funny pranks on all your on your all your restaurant tours. But I think a, a good one would be, um, if people start to order or they order something mm-hmm. and then you're like no i'll come back in a few minutes <laughs> <laughs> it's like clearly you haven't really thought this through <laughs> you, you know what i'm gonna give you a mulligan we're, i'm just gonna go over there and uh we're just gonna we get this one for free i'll pretend to write it down yeah. we can all but just <laughs> we'll try again yeah it takes take some deep breaths yeah. like really think about it and uh i'll be back yeah i know you're better (laughs) i know you're (laughs) imagine just being like really really buddy (laughs) good for you and then you walk to the next table and they order then you see or like you're sitting there the waiter does that to you and then Mm. you see to the next table they're like good for you and you would be so confused (laughs) yeah that's that's the mood that's the new dining experience is just perplexed (laughs) perplexed just give them give them like like going out is so there's so many customs to mm-hmm. like the restaurant experience just throw a big wrench in that well i find it so tailored to trying to give you what y- you want yeah <laughs> and i think it should be more about you figuring out what the service representative wants of you yes it should be like it should be so much like your like a bizarre video game like yeah. dialogue tree puzzle where you yeah. just have to find the right thing to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if you say the wrong things, then the other things just pop up over and over again as mm-hmm. options that you can say. Yes. 
Oh, good for you. Oh, my uh, God. Good for you. The idea that you can keep ordering a salad and they'll just keep saying, like, we're going to try this again. Mm. And they'll do that until the cows come home. Oh, my God. And then the cows will get home. And it will be like, <laughs> honey, the cows are back. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like that. They're back. They came home. They came back. So wait, is it this is so in the, this restaurant is also a ranch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what dressing they serve on the salad? Uh balsamic vinaigrette. French. Uh Is French dressing a thing everywhere? I think so. I don't know what it is. It seems insane. It's just like an orange dressing. Tasty. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, welcome to the Island Shuffle. Welcome to the Island Shuffle. Now that we've gotten our great restaurant ideas mm-hmm. out of the way, um, don't steal that because it's ours and we're going to start it. Yes. Um, but before we start it, we have to watch an episode of Lost. And man, did we watch an episode this week. Yes! An episode called... White Rabbit. And it's season one, episode five, the very first Jack episode. And honestly... Makes me remember why Jack is cool. Yeah. Jack is not stupid in this episode. No, he's a he struggles. Yeah. He uh overcomes that struggle uh-huh. <laughs> and he's better for it. And he's better for it. And we learn about his past. Yes. And it's so sad. It's kind of heartbreaking. Um <sighs> but it also is like uh it's so much I like they struggle so hard to make Jack an interesting character. Mm-hmm. Um, but like here it's so like, so like, let me provide a bit of context for the viewer. If you're watching normally, you watch pilots parts one and two. Yes, you You do. You see them all land on the island and go, wow, we, what, how are they going to land is a strong, uh, Uh, they, they do a bad job of landing Uh on the island. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Lapidus is not the one flying this plane. No, that's exactly it. Put Lapidus in that helm. Lapidus is the only pilot who lands on the island. He's the only pilot. I think in the universe of lost. Lapidus is the only like capable pilot that yeah, we've the seen. The rest just die all the time. The rest all die. Lapidus, not to spoil it, but Lapidus makes it out safe and sound. Wow, Lapidus, I love you. I love you, Lapidus. Good for you. Good for you. Um, so then we learn about Kate's backstory, and we find out she was a murderer, and oh, that creates tension through the camp. And then we learn about Locke's backstory, and oh, he's got his legs healed. So this island is uh-huh. not just any old island. It's got magic healing powers. Uh, slowly but surely, the mysteries of the island are unveiled, and now it's Jack's turn to confront that mystery. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do you want to start with this one? Um, Maybe flashbacks. I think so. I feel like they're... I don't know. I, I feel like there's not one obvious choice in this episode. Yeah, exactly. But I also feel like the flashbacks do inform the present in yeah. a way that is... Yeah, it speaks to like where Jack's mindset is. Mm-hmm. Bec- yeah, because I don't know. Yeah. It's all about his dad. And, you know, his dad is the chief of surgery. His dad... One thing about you got to know about his dad, if we haven't established already, Jack's dad, Christian, his name is Christian Shepard, mm-hmm. which Christian you, Shepherd. you got to love. You got to... I mean stupid but good for you <laughs> really just you know that whenever whenever like the nurse was like okay so what do you want to name your child and the mother was like christian shepherd the <laughs> nurse was like okay good for you good for uh, you <laughs> good luck with that no, if i it, that's 
in that scenario where our great restaurant model has been applied to all public services, uh-huh. including hospital birds, uh-huh. uh, that would be a scenario where I would say, all right, we're gonna we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna ba- try it again. We're gonna try that yeah. again. Get the baby back up there. We're you gonna get a you get a second. You chance. get a second. It's gonna be okay. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna give you a free freebie on this one. Yeah. Oh. Try again. Do you want us to pretend we just pulled it out again? Yeah. Like, would that help you? Do you want us to cover it in moist shit? <laughs> Do you want us to rub your baby in some goo? Do you want us to reattach a little cord to its belly button? Would that help you do a better job with this? Do you want us to slap it on the ass? <laughs> and, if I, and, and to be honest, if I were the mother in this situation, I would say, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you. You're standing up for yourself. It's, it's oh, good. Big mother. I know. Oh. I know what my child's name is going to be. It is going to be as obvious an allegory as possible. Uh, no. <laughs> you can try again. You can name it Christian, but you will have to change his last name. All right. Christian Bible. (laughs) So good for you. Nice try. I see what you did there. Um, Third time's a charm. Christian Jesus Christ. Good for you. Yeah, good for you. We got there. Good for you. Christian Jesus Christ. Christian Jesus Christ. Yes. So Christian Jesus Christ yes. then has a son named Jack Shepherd. Yes. Jack goes back to his ancestral name. Yes. And Jack is a boy. Jack is but a little wee lad <laughs> in this episode. Tiny. For a bit of this episode. Four inch tall boy. He's laying down and some Malcolm in the middle looking ass is standing over him saying, you better stay down. And guess what's happening behind him? His friend is getting beat His up. His friend is getting beat the hell up. And Jack says, I can't have this. I will stand up and defend him. I must do something. I must do something. But then this spiky-haired teen says, you should have stayed down, Jack. And Whammo! Blacks wha- him in the beam. Wha- wax him right in the dome. Oh, you idiot. You should have stayed down. Good for you. Horrible time for the child. <laughs> Horrible, awful time to be a small boy. Awful time to Let's be. Let's be real. If Jack in that situation was his full-grown adult self, he would have been able to kill them. The the the, the boy would have delivered a punch, but Jack would have brushed it off. Like he it would have brushed it aside. He would have said, "Nice try, little boy." Nice try, little boy. But I'm I am a grown man. I am a grown man, and I will protect my friend. <laughs> I let's get this over with quick. I need to go to an AA meeting and. To see if my dad's sleeping with my <laughs> wife. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man now, and that's the kind of things men do. That's just what being a man is. They have they have resentful relationships with their father. Yeah, men hate dads. Men hate their dads, I tell you. Uh, um, so. But uh, that's yeah. He gets whacked. He and gets then whacked. He dot. He he blacks out, or th- th- it blacks out. Yes. Uh, next scene we see is a beat up Jack arriving at his home. And his dad's there swishing around a little cup of the stuff. He's drinking the whiskey because Jack's dad, famous alcoholic. It, infamous. All infamous. The 48 continental states are yeah. well aware of his his uh, his abuse of the famous alcohol. Hawaii has no idea. <laughs> Hawaii doesn't have a clue. <laughs> Which Alas- is where they film. <laughs> That's well. That's the. That's just the dramatic irony. Yeah. That's well, what that if is. they, if Hawaii knew about his alcoholism, 
they wouldn't let him in. They wouldn't, no. Which is why they had to film all of Christian scenes outside. Oh, no, wait. Christian is on the island this episode. Never mind. Christian's on the island. Ooh, spoilers. Uh, oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers on for episode 97 of this show about <laughs> the fifth episode of the first season. Uh-oh. Careful, guys. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Uh, this was just, we're just going to have to run it back. We're going to oh. have to start over at episode one. Good for, for you. Good for me. Good for all of us. Good for all of us. Great for so, all of us. But <laughs> this alcoholic dad. Alcoholic he's dad. rolling in the whiskey. He's swigging and he's pouring himself a fresh one. And it's like daytime. Yeah. And he's like, what happened, son? He's just like sitting alone at, in like his study, just like yeah. swishing around a glass. It's great. Um, and his so, so Jack says, you know, a couple of guys jumped my friend and I stood up to try to defend him. And then... Jack's and then Jack's dad says, "Well, but you, but you didn't, did you?" He gives the most insane, rousing speech. It's really like bizarre. It's probably a minute-long speech. Yes. And what he says is he brings it back to this comparison of him and his life. Yes. And he says, "Today I had a young boy on my table, not much, a little younger than you, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, people were looking at me to." Do something about it. And then, you know, later when that boy died, I could go home, have a glass of wine, watch TV, and laugh. And it's all because I have what it takes. (laughs) And you don't make them make you make a choice. (laughs) You don't have what it takes. And it's like, what? His lesson here is, um, his ultimate thesis statement is, uh, don't do things. Don't, don't help people. Don't do things because when you fail, yeah. you don't have what it takes. Yeah, it, He could have had a – it almost feels like he's setting up to, like, I really fucked up today. Yeah. I, I, a child died on my watch, but uh, I was able to take that failure and become stronger for it. Yeah. And these kinds of failures happen all the time. That c- that's almost what he's yeah, leading into. Instead, totally. he says, or just like understanding that like it doesn't work ev- every time. Exactly. But but that doesn't mean you should never try. It seems yeah, because it really does seem like with the information he's g- the information he's giving and the advice that he's giving mm-hmm. don't seem to match up. Or it's like why is why is he a, a surgeon? <laughs> Exactly. If he doesn't believe in helping people. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> just, yeah, he's just like a surgeon who's just like, whatever. I I just love the inside of the body so much. I just, love, I just love wearing those little masks. That's what I'm in it for. There are very few legal ways to touch a lung. <laughs> <laughs> and I found one, baby. <laughs> and I'm never letting it go. <laughs> you ever smelled just liver that was still in use <laughs> it's incredible and whenever and J- and you get that first it's very tough to quench <laughs> and jack is just like well i guess i better become a surgeon yeah my own yeah, self exactly to find out what it's like what's it like to touch a lung daddy <laughs> famous jack shepherd quote What's it like to touch a lung, my guy? <laughs> Papa Bear. <laughs> How are you doing, Big Daddy? How are you How are you doing? Well, oh. I, t- I, I touched a lot of lungs today, oh son. Oh, my God, Dad. Oh, that sounds so good. I can't wait till I can be a doctor too, and I can just rub it and pet it. You ever, you ever count the bones in a body, son? <laughs> you ever just look at the bones and give them a little pet? 
you see the white of the bone, and then you <laughs> see the red of the flesh, and yeah. Oh, and then you just stick a needle in them, sew them back up, and it's like, <laughs> you you see the guy later walking down the street, and it's like, huh, I, I pet your lung. <laughs> wow, it's almost like we're all just meat and bones, Dad. <laughs> yeah, you would think so, but uh, <laughs> I'm made of molten lava. <laughs> what? Hope no one has to do surgery on you, Pop. <laughs> Welcome to Volcano Dad. <laughs> Welcome to it. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to welcome you to Volcano Dad. <laughs> Dad. Your dad's molten lava, son. Ah, <laughs> oh, not again. <laughs> son, feed me another metal spoon. <laughs> no way. <laughs> You'll melt it. Um, I'm hungry, son. <laughs> how does, I have so many questions about how this works. <laughs> Give me another whiskey. Anyways, it's not an inspirational monologue. <laughs> after telling his dad, after telling Jack that he can't, that he should never try because he will fail, he starts to go on and on about bones and the body and flesh and sinew, and then he starts to t- talk about how he's really molten lava on the yeah. inside. It's clearly, clearly, Jack is having a lot of trouble mm. <laughs> with. I, had I, a, he had a he had a bad upbringing. I think this is. You can pinpoint in the middle of this monologue the exact moment the writer's strike happened. <laughs> right around the, just the <laughs> flesh and bones part <laughs> is when the janitor <laughs> took over. <laughs> yeah, Although the janitor is just like whistling and going do 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 and he spies an incomplete chalkboard with a script on yeah. it and he just starts to go, ooh. Well, what if this and that? Legend Rose. Mm, uh, volcano Dad. Now, that, volcano. now, I'd watch Volcano Dad. I don't know about this oh island or whatever, God. but I'd watch Volcano Dad. <laughs> and a, produ- a young producer walking through <laughs> walks walks over, walks to the halls, and then they see this, and they stop in their tracks, <laughs> and they run and go find the head producer, and they say, someone solved it. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that janitor? Why is he working at a janitor? Well, he used to be a writer, but he got dis- he he was disgracefully left this profession after one too many scripts kept talking about Volcano Dad. <laughs> <laughs> the first time we thought, well, this is this is different, all right. But every script he wrote, Fresh. he wrote the Seinfeld script. He wrote a tear script. Oh my God. He wrote an ER script. And the bones part made sense there. <laughs> but <laughs> the volcano dad part, it just... <laughs> so we quit. And now he humbly mops off floors and debris up. I love this particular... <laughs> it's so first in the writing career of the janitor. <laughs> <laughs> he wants he wants him to have his shot, you know. The janitor who got way too many chances. <laughs> well, Hollywood's crazy like that. Yeah, Hollywood is fucked up. <sighs> Those crazy Hollywood nights. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing cocaine and thinking about volcano dad. Volcano dad. Oh my god. 
God. Okay, what happened? Just We're 20 minutes in, and I feel like we <laughs> still haven't talked about Lost. <laughs> we, we, we did our best. Yeah, we tried. We tried. <sighs> so, uh, the next scene we see, uh, Jack's no longer a little boy. He's a big boy now. He's an adult man wearing a hoodie. Mm-hmm. And his mom is there, and they're having a fight about his dad. And his and they say, his they say your dad went to, he he went off to Australia. You got to go get him. It's, and he's not. He, I'm worried about him. He's not coming back. He seemed like he was in a bad way. But and mom, Jack is, dad doesn't talk to me anymore. He doesn't talk to me anymore. It's been two He'll months. Come back. And his mom says, "You're talking. You're saying you won't do it after after the way you treated him. After what you." And Jack's it's a it's a whole to do. Clearly, there's a whole history here, some of which you and I have seen. Yeah, Jack went into his dad's AA meeting and accused him of sleeping with his wife. Mm-hmm. And also, Jack's dad roasted him for uh, writing vows or something. Yeah, um, they don't like each other. Also, Jack's also Jack's dad uh, drank on the job and got someone killed, and then killed a person, and yeah. then Jack ended up. Uh, Telling the truth, telling the truth to the to the to the boss to the bosses and snitching on him and getting him to lose his license. He should do two truths and a lie, but the two truth he would say. One, my name is Jack Shepard. Mm-hmm. Two, my dad's negligence didn't kill someone yesterday. <laughs> Three, my dad's negligence did kill someone yesterday <laughs> and you have to guess which one the lie is that's good because that's a great way of circumventing the like he's not really telling them. yeah it's smart i wonder i'm surprised more like that doesn't come up more in like court cases and trials and stuff <laughs> Dude, let's just do two truths and a lie i'll allow it <laughs> i'll allow it i don't see a problem with that i don't see, as the honorable judge goof him up <laughs> i don't see a problem with this whatsoever <laughs> oh it'd be like I feel like more murder trials should utilize heads up seven up. <laughs> where the, the sanctity of heads up seven up. Yeah, where they go around the jurors box and they touch people on the thumbs mm-hmm. and they put their thumbs down and then they stand in front and they have to guess who the murderer is. Yes, I think that would be great. Wow, <laughs> that sounds. You know what? Seems better than uh, any justice system i ever heard of yeah any justice system i ever freaking heard of i don't know about you but in my town they only have it's like cops and robbers but it's like you know the cops and the, the robbers and volcano dad <laughs> and the bones and the flesh and the petting of the lung uh, you lost you lost the thread a little bit there yeah it's fine it's okay Oh. It's all right. We all love to think about Volcano Dad. It's tough. Podcasting's tough. It's tough. Give us some credit. Uh, we've done 97 of these. We're allowed to spend f- five minutes of it screaming about Volcano Dad, <laughs> screaming and laughing about it. I love him. I love him. We all love him. So what do they do? Uh, what do they do? I'll tell you what they do. Uh, Jack agrees to go to Australia. He's investigating the hotel room his dad is staying at, but he hasn't been there for three days. And the concierge is kind of giving him the lowdown of being like the maid said, you know, he hasn't been here for three days. And Jack is like, did he rent a car or something? What's the last evidence we have of him? And the concierge kind of says, like, well, there was an altercation at the hotel bar. And honestly, sir, I don't think anybody would have rented your dad a car in the condition he was in. And Jack's response is to go, my dad is the chief of surgery. 
and the and everything the concierge Fine. humbly says you know i'm sorry, sorry buddy whoops. i guess that means he wasn't drunk yeah <laughs> i guess what I, I guess that means he wasn't drunk i guess he drove away yeah. <laughs> that would be such a funny <laughs> my dad's the chief of surgery well i guess he drove away i guess he's allowed to do it yeah. it's fine <laughs> never mind me i mean you're just the boy tracking down his father yeah. halfway across the world <laughs> who am i but a lowly concierge i'm just a humble guy who n- knows, who knows anything uh, i sorry forgive me i'm just uh trying to help you track down your missing relative i'm just a little guy who knows where his dad is thank you very much yeah and then he pouts and stomps yeah. off uh okay. and then the next scene we see is jack walking through a friggin' morgue mm-hmm. and then the doctor's telling him we found him just in an alley Full of alcohol. Uh, that's probably what killed him. Uh, we we don't really have a way of knowing for sure, but we're pretty sure he that it was. Probably al- died of alcohol. Probably died of alcohol poisoning. Uh, and he goes in the cold room and looks at his dead dad's body and says, "Yep, that's him." And he cries a lot because that's troubling to see, yeah. obviously. And then he comes to the present. No, no, he goes to the airport first. Oh, and then he comes to the airport. Mm-hmm. And what does he do in the airport? In the airport, he's talking to this lady. Yes. And he says, you got to get me on that plane. He says, uh, the la- so they won't take the dad's body because yes. Jack doesn't have the paperwork in order. Mm-hmm. And Jack goes, no, my dad's going on the plane. And she's like, I can't. And then he says, listen to me. In 16 hours, I need, I have a hearse waiting at the airport and it needs to take it and we need to bury my dad right away so that's why I can't take another airline or go get the paperwork figured out because I need to bury my dad now and it's like just plan the funeral late. Don't plan a funeral before you have the paperwork. How ur- yeah? How urgent does this funeral have to be? Yeah, do it two days later. Yeah, I understand. Like, it's like I want to do this now, but I it's like I understand the headache of it. But like, also, like, surely the like when you're planning a funeral, there this like the like first things first. Let's get the body here. Yeah, then exactly. maybe we can plan e- the funeral. Exactly. First thing, let's assure that the body arrives yes and then it never freaking does so i don't know that would have been an awkward funeral exactly it's like well how was that old man's funeral oh the plane with his body crashed and his son died yeah (laughs) so rack up another one yeah yeah (laughs) worst funeral i've ever been to (laughs) when a funeral ends with a bonus funeral you know it's bad but you don't have bodies for either of them yeah oh my god i want to have a funeral a funeral, yeah. a fun funeral. It's, yeah. So like a funeral, but fun. Yeah. What would make a funeral fun for you? Um, pin the tail on the body. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> this bit is terrible. <laughs> I'm calling it. <laughs> That's so. B- no, don't do that. It's an open casket <laughs> funeral, but it's just an exposed butt. <laughs> Uh, no <laughs> I'm dressed up like a furry <laughs> <laughs> Just a big fox tail Just like whomp. <laughs> Oh my god oh no, You got it on the coffin instead What else we Oops. got one more Everyone has to wear Hawaiian shirts Every- <laughs> Now that's fun That's fun You go to a funeral Everyone's wearing black And you're just like This is a bummer What am I at a goth accountant concert <laughs> Oh my god 
God, the Camptons concert. <laughs> you know, that thing that exists that we love to go to. I want to have the first funeral that has an open bar at the service. <laughs> I want to go to the first funeral that has an open bar on the casket. Yeah. Oh, the casket is the bar. Yeah. Oh, my God. Cheers. One last cheers. Then you cheers. just toss your bottle caps in. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> oh. aye, Captain. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> that's what I say to that idea. Uh, so, that's Jack's past. His past. Because he rushed to deliver that coffin right away, he ended up on a certain plane, and that certain plane took him to his certain fate upon the famous island that he lives on now. What's happening on this famous island of ours? Oh, it's big. Uh, <laughs> boy, is it ever big. Gonna warn you this week. <laughs> listen, listen up. You thought you've heard it every- all? Well, you're about to hear some more. Uh, so, first things first, Jack is sitting on the beach and he sees a body flailing in the ocean. Yes, he does. He swims out to the ocean to rescue the person who's drowning. It's Boone. It's stupid Boone. It's dumbass Boone. And he says, all right, thank goodness I got the drowning person. I'm gonna bring him over. But then Boone hits him with the bombshell. He says, there's another person out there. There's a lady over there. I was trying to go save her. Whoa, we And Jack looks out, and sure enough, there's a second body flailing about. Flailer. And uh, <laughs> a real flailer, this one. It's and like chill. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> sorry to you all. <laughs> that was the point where I crossed the line. <laughs> not not when we were proposing <laughs> how to des- body desecration and talking about sinew and bones for like five minutes. It was when we roasted the character who really the spoiler this character who drowns. Spoiler alert: that second lady ends up drowning. Yeah, because Jack sees her, but decides I'm gonna take Boone to shore first of all. Uh-huh. Which honestly, right choice, reasonable call, perfectly reasonable call. I don't think that if she, I think if Jack had dragged Boone over to get the second person, they would have all they would have all died. Would have been yeah. bad. Uh, but if I feel like the. He had the. There were three options, mm-hmm. um, and he chose the second most desirable option. Uh, hit me with that. F- so the third most desirable option, but they all die. Yeah. Second most des- desirable option. One of them dies, unfortunately, but uh-huh. manages to save our favorite character, Boone, uh-huh. and Jack, of course, lives. Uh-huh. Uh, hit me with that first option. Boone dies. Oh <laughs> yes. Then we never have to learn about his terrible backstory. Yeah, his terrible backstory no it's bad about where he's like did i ever tell you what happened to my back (laughs) (laughs) well let me tell you a story (laughs) and it takes nine episodes for him (laughs) to tell it (laughs) and then at the end of it he says well that's my backstory took some rollbacks. backs it was all better <laughs> it was all and that's the end of that did you ever see that Robax commercial with the little mannequin with the pen in his back <laughs> that was me i played him <laughs> that happened to me in real life a giant pin came out of nowhere and <laughs> boop, right in Whoa. the back and then and then uh, then a commercial executive saw that and said eureka Oh, now Robax is going to love this one. <laughs> Robax is all about this one. <laughs> They're all about the flesh and the bones and the <laughs> pins. The lungs. Lungs. Uh, and Robax, great product. Great product. But Sh- Boone doesn't die. They don't die. The lady dies. Uh, and Jack is racked with guilt about it. He says, I made the decision to not go after the lady, and, I, and she drowned because of it. Yeah. Oh, geez. And Kate is like, it's... 
fine. You did the best you could. It's you really can't blame yourself for this. Yeah. Being very reasonable. Uh, and then Jack looks over in the middle of this conversation with Kate, looks at the lapping waves on the beach, and uh, what does he see? His dad. He sees his dad in a full suit just standing in the waves. Yeah. And it's one of the more striking images you'll see in this season, I think. Yeah. It's just like, because it's also accompanied with like a very eerie sound cue. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like lost sound. I feel like lost soundtrack has like pretty much two modes, and one of them is like, oh, scary. And then the other one is like soft, clinky, and sad. Yeah. Uh, and violins, and, like, it's sad. Uh, this is something else. This is something we haven't really heard before. It's good. It, this whole episode feels like a thriller. Yeah. Or like a horror movie light. Mm-hmm. And it's very cool. It's it's directed differently. It really is. It really has its own unique flavor. Because I feel like it's early enough that they were still, like, kind of figuring it out and yeah. willing to, like... I mean, like, I feel like Lost is always a thing that's willing to try, like, new shit in, like different ways but back for better and for, for worse better and for worse of course but and it, at this point it was mostly for better from at this point it was just like they didn't have a style codified yet so yeah. they were so there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode in particular that's very remarkable i think it yeah. really makes the episode like feel as good as, as great as it is mm-hmm. honestly um, yeah it's a great episode so Locke, so not Locke, uh, Jack looks out and says, there's a man in the beach. Oh, my gosh. And then Kate looks over and there's no one there. No, there's no man. There's no man. And Kate is understandably concerned and says, you don't look so well rested. You should uh, get some rest, buddy. And Jack says, no. <laughs> no, nope, I won't. I will not. Uh, you know what? No, really actually, finds here, Jack. here's what happens. Jack says, all right, well, you're right. I better go get some rest and take a big, long snooze, Rooney. Uh, and then along comes the dumbass crew. Uh, Hurley and Charlie, they're like, Jack, we have a problem. We have a problem. And here's the problem. And they show him a suitcase full of 10 or so water bottles. And they say, this is all the water we have left. Uh-oh. Uh, understandable concern. Yeah. Uh, but then they just start, like, proposing a bunch of, like, very bad solutions. Yeah, they're like, can the dog find water? Dogs, dogs can find pot and bombs, so they can probably find water. Which Dir- is funny. Direct Hurley quote. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's Charlie. And then Hurley's suggestion is make those water finder sticks. Yes. Um, and they're just, like, both, like, going off. And Jack is just, like, exhausted. Yeah. And, like, they're both just, like, screaming in the background. And then they're like, well, we should take all the water and, like, like hide it before we tell the camp instead of so that we don't cause a panic or anything like that. And Jack is just like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Whatever. I don't care. Um, so then uh, Boone confronts Jack. Uh-huh. Boone says, it's your fault she died. I, I ha- so stupid. I had it under control, you know. I Boone was saved drowning. Her. Boone was literally drowning. And he won't admit it. Yeah. Jack saved his life, and Boone is going, you're an idiot. You you, you should have left me out there. And just, I run a business. I, Boone literally says, I run a business, you know, which oh is not, not helpful or anything. And then while Boone is yelling at Jack, mm-hmm. Jack looks out into the bushes, and he mm-hmm. sees his dad again. Mm-hmm. And then he just leaves Boone. Yeah, while Boone is, like, screaming at him, being like, come back here. I'm talking to you. And Jack is just, like, running full tilt into the woods. <laughs> Imagine talking to someone, and then they just l- run into the woods. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I'd think, wow, I, I'm, I'm nothing. This is the last time I try a conversation with <laughs> That's the true twist, is that yeah. it turns out Jack was just a deer this whole time. Jack, would you be a deer and pass the marmalade? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, and I can't pass it, it with these hooves of mine. You go to the woods and there's just deer. 
something marmalade back and forth. <laughs> now that's how you know this island is wild. Wild. This ain't just any ordinary island, buddy. No. He has, he has broken legs, and deer have marmalade parties. Deer, they have, how'd they make it? Oh, I f- they better. If they, if they, if not, then you gotta, you gotta sort your shit out, Britain. You gotta figure it out, Britain. You gotta get there before we get there. Yeah. Because we're going to get there, and we're going to found it. And I'm you guys go, Daddy, right now. Uh, and you guys are going to be left with eggs on your face. Let's go, Daddy. Let's go, Daddy. Let's go, my two volcano dads. And Jack goes to find Daddy. Jack goes to find Daddy. In the woods. And this is where he recognizes that it's his dad and not just a weird man in a suit. Uh, because he's slow. This scene in particular is very horror-y. It's like the like Christian slowly and eerily turns around and looks at it. He recognizes, oh, it's my dad. Yeah. And then he walks into the woods while the camera is askew at a weird angle. Oh, it's cool. It's very cool. Uh, it's a it's hell of a scene. And then Jack starts to chase and chase and yes. chase and chase. Chase until and chase. there's nowhere left to chase. And so where does he chase? He chases he his falls own. off a cliff. He chases his own ass off a cliff. Yeah, his own ass. He says, oh, is that my ass? <laughs> is that my ass? I better go get it. Yeah. Oh, it's oh. going over the side. Oh, well, I guess I am too. And so he's dangling from the cliff and he's Jack going. Jack and his ass are dangling from the cliff. Jack and his ass are falling, slipping slowly. They're losing their grip. Yeah. And who comes along to save him? John Locke. John Locke saves him and he pulls him up. John Locke had gone out to find water. John Locke, yes. And so uh, uh, effectively, uh, they, they're they they're sitting there and they're like, oh, how are you doing? Are you all right? You're good? And Jack just starts laughing maniacally, yeah. which is a great sign. They're not sitting there, too. They're, yeah. like, sort of spooning. It's cute. Yeah, they're they're married for a little bit. It's yeah. great. Um, so they shoot the shit for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Locke is like, hey, I'm just trying to find water. Uh, what, are you, what, are you, what the heck are you doing out here? The people... The thing about the pe- th- those guys is they need a leader, and it seems like everybody kind of gravitates to you naturally as a leader, but you're out here running around in the woods. What, what gives? And uh, Jack says, I can't do it. I can't lead these people. I don't have what it takes. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not cut out for this. Sad boy. And, and Locke says, well, all right, what are you doing out here? And, Lo- and Jack says, you wouldn't believe me, but I think I'm going crazy. I was chasing something out here that I know isn't real. I know it's not here. Mm-hmm. And then Locke starts to go into one of the one of his famous I <laughs> love the island, the island cures all. This is maybe the like the like iconic Locke loves the island ass speech, right? Mm-hmm. He starts going off and saying like uh saying like, you know. So, you know, as as a doctor, you'd say you're hallucinating, right? But what if you weren't? What if it's real? Jack says that's impossible. Locke says, well, even if it is, let's say that it isn't. Everybody on this island knows that there's something more to this place, something special, but they're all too scared to talk about it. But I know, because I've seen what this island has to offer. I've, the exact famous line that you're going to, that you probably, like, if you've heard one line from the show, it may have been the following, which is, I've looked into the eye of the island, and what I saw was beautiful. Yeah, hell of a thing to say. Hell of a thing to say, old man. Yeah. Winter. it's uh it's. I really like this speech because it feels like, like we eventually start to see Locke in a way where it's just like he's just like kind of fanatically devoted to the island, uh-huh. but like this feels like he's just kind of letting Jack in on a secret uh-huh. almost. He's like, hey, listen, 
Your problem, maybe it's just sleep deprivation. But this place is special. It, it may be something else. It yeah. may be this island trying to give you a little something, something. Trying to say, hey, boy. Hey. You want what it got. You got you got what it takes, baby. What are you going to do with all that junk? All that <laughs> junk inside that trunk. I'm going to get, get, get you drunk. Get you drunk off of my island. I've looked into the eye of this island, and what I saw was the hit 2005 dance pop single, My Humps, by the Black my Eyed humps. Peas. My humps, my humps, my humps. And I, and I said, wow, she's got me spending. Spending all her money on me. And, uh, yeah. And, and Jack says, well, that song's no, uh, I Can't Get You Out of My Head by Kylie Minogue. And they, and that, and this is the stakes of their grand rivalry that takes place over the course of the series. You know, Lost has this, a lot of, this is good and evil. Lost has a lot of themes, good versus evil, black versus white, fate versus free will, can't get you out of my head by Kylie Minogue versus My Humps by the Black Eyed Peas. Mm. Uh, it really is just my humps wins. I I think so. I I think the dual. Well, I mean, it really depends on. They leave it open ended, right? <laughs> There's no clear answers. <laughs> my humps wins. <laughs> they seem to indicate that in a, in most in the universes that matter most, my humps wins. Yes, but sometimes you just can't get your alternate dimension wife out of your head. They seem to indicate that. God likes my humps better. Yes, and the devil likes... <laughs> can't get you out of my head. I'm going to side with the devil on this one, honestly. Oh, well... Did you ever hear my humps? <laughs> yes. It's great. It's great. It's... I don't know how they came up with that. <laughs> it's clever. Well, what they had it's was... Catchy. Well, what they had was, well, I am and Fergie just sitting... They're sitting at a chalkboard, and they're saying, you know... What are you what are you gonna do with all that? I don't know. We gotta take five on this one. I just can't figure it out. And then along comes the janitor. All that stuff? <laughs> all that stuff inside your purse? Mm, I don't no, know. I don't think so. Run it back, run it back. And then along comes the ja- humble janitor. What are you gonna do with all that volcano dad? <laughs> <laughs> all that volcano dad inside that volcano. I'm gonna get 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 you, Dad. I'm gonna get 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 you, Dad. Volcano Dad really is the gift that keeps on giving. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to one and all, especially Volcano Dad, the fictional <laughs> creation of a janitor who is just trying to get on TV <laughs> primetime. He had an okay TV writing career. <laughs> he got a lot of chances. <laughs> And all of them were passed up. Yeah. One more chance for Volcano Dad. That's they never all even told him that he was demoted. They just handed him a broom. <laughs> he just was like, and I now if he finds any sort of writing device, <laughs> like he did with this whiteboard in the middle of a hallway, he will <laughs> write out a new script of Volcano Dad with that writing device. That's why pens in banks are on a little string. It's because. Vo- the Volcano Dad janitor <laughs> came in one time and started writing Volcano Dad. And they, so then they had to bolt down the pens. <laughs> he keeps <laughs> he keeps trying to fill out his own checks, but they go out to Volcano Dad yeah. instead. Volcano Dad, he's this dad who's also <laughs> a volcano. His kids <laughs> are really confused, <laughs> but they love him. The nature of Volcano Dad remains anomalous <laughs> to me. It remains, whether he's like a, just volca- like a volcano with arms and legs. <laughs> Or a real dad with volcano-y parts to uh-huh. him. 
That's all. It all. It all. It's all good. No matter what, Volcano Dad's in my heart. When he cries, it's like a volcano erupts, and when he laughs, it's like a volcano erupts. <laughs> when he burps, it's like a volcano gurgling. That's. It's a. It's a powerful character that you love to see and think about. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's got kids. <laughs> <laughs> He's got kids, and he's a man. <laughs> His wife, normal wife. Kids, normal kid. His dad, volcano. All, all volcano. All volcano. Uh. Oh God. Um. So, uh, after this conversation, oh, I want to highlight one more thing. Locke says in this in this yes. monologue. He opens it up by saying, like, you know, back in the real world, I'm an ordinary guy. Meat and potatoes. I don't believe in magic. It's weird. It's a great it's like, one. okay, you're not an ordinary guy. People don't talk this way. <laughs> People don't talk this way. We do believe in magic, you uh, fucking lunatic. We all believe in magic. Yeah. Come on. Everyone uh, knows it's rice and potatoes. Everyone knows it's... And meat and mm? carrots. Yes, exactly. I'm a rice and potatoes, meat and carrots kind of guy. Yeah. Rice and potatoes. Uh, uh, so, Jack continues his journey through the woods, and eventually... Finds his dad one more time. Though here's what's really funny. The way, like, we see, like, Jack just kind of, like, resting, like, at a campfire or something. Yes. And then, like, the, t- the indicator that dad is here is we hear the clinking of ice cubes in a glass. It's really funny. <laughs> That's a yeah. pretty funny sound. Dad is having himself a whiskey. <laughs> and, like, wh- who, who amongst us wouldn't? You've been risen from the dead, and you're tormenting your son. I need a drink they, after this. They gotta, and put it on the rocks. Uh, so, his dad. Uh, guy. I mean, eventually, his dad. He's chasing his dad. He's chasing his dad, and he comes across a little cave. And what's in this cave? A bunch of dolls. I don't remember the dolls at all. But no, I don't remember the dolls. There's a bunch of dolls. Doll there. town. Doll town. And uh, turns out what this is is another part of the plane landed here. Uh, some debris. Uh, some bits of the plane. Some dolls, clearly. Yeah. And most importantly, a casket. Papa's coffin. Uh, and he says, oh, my God, I've been thinking about my dad and following him, and here's his coffin. This is really something. And he opens it up. He's like, let's take a look at old dad. And guess fucking what? <laughs> Volcano inside. <laughs> no. No, there's nothing. It's empty. It's empty, which is psycho. Where yeah, does weird. Where does dad body go? Who? Where did my dad go? And <laughs> where did my dad come from? Where did my dad go? Where, where did, did my, dad my dad come, come from? from? Cotton Eye Joe. Uh, and so he's, he's so pissed about this. He's so pissed that he takes an axe to the coffin and just starts beating it up. Uh, <laughs> you know, what do you do with an axe? Beat things up? You kill a coffin. You kill a coffin. He kills a coffin, and then he notices, oh, there's actually a fresh waterfall here. Wowee. What a great time. Water source. We needed this. We needed this. This That's was what the episode was about. Speaking of water source. Yeah. Uh, back at camp, uh, Claire is dehydrated. Uh-huh. And Claire is upset because of the dehydration. And she says, I'm drinking for two over here. I'm drinking for two over here. I got a little boy. And they say, we better get her some water. But uh-oh, the suitcase full of water went missing. Who took it? So that's kind of the B plot is everybody trying to find yeah. who took the water. They think that it might be... Well, first they think it's Sun and Jin because yes. they have water. Yes. Uh, and then it turns out... Uh, they, they got they it from Sawyer. Got it. So Sawyer has the water, right? Uh-huh. And so they start kicking Sawyer's ass. Uh, Sawyer doesn't have the water. Sawyer doesn't have the water. Uh, and 
a lot of great Sawyer lines in this episode, by the way. Um, I didn't write any of them down, sadly, but Sawyer has <coughs> Sawyer as the protagonist obviously has yeah a lot of sass to give yeah. Um, so good for him. Good for good for him. Good for you. Uh, and so finally, turns out it was Boone who had the water. Yeah. And Charlie starts beating up Boone and saying, "Fuck you, man. Fuck That's you all idiot. of the water." Yeah. And Boone says, "I needed it." I needed it all. Why, I, don't, I forget why he took he it. He says someone had to take charge. Yeah, which is stupid. Might as well be me. And then ja- and then they start fighting. You didn't take charge. You stole. You stole the water that yeah. was established to exist. Yeah, that was communal. Um, <laughs> you hid it from everyone. And then uh, while they're fighting, Jack comes back from his journey to the caves and says, "Enough's enough, folks. Here's the deal. We've been waiting on this island for six days now." A lady just died because she was drowning, and we're all fighting each other over water. Boone was out there trying to save that lady, and now you're fighting him? This is unsustainable. Folks, let me tell you about uh, building a society and a community together. Y'all heard of uh, organizing? Because here's the deal. If we don't live together... We're going to die alone. And that is a famous quote. Another famous quote. A lot Live of famous, together, die alone. A lot of famous quotes in this episode. Yeah, I kind of forgot episode. how formative this episode yeah. is. It really, like, it feels like all the ideas that are, like, kind of, like, introduced in the first couple, like, really cohere into a solid, mm-hmm. like, concrete, remarkable episode in this one. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like Jack comes at, at he, he gives a rousing speech, and yeah. everyone's like, "You're right." He says he's re- he's like ready to op- to enter the leader role now. Yeah. He went he wandered through the woods. He says, "I found your water." Talked to Locke about the spooky island. Yeah, fell off a cliff for a second. Saw his dad. Chopped up a coffin. Yeah, and then came back and said, "I'm ready to give them a speech." <laughs> I like how mm. then like that's pretty much where the episode ends. Uh, he. The I really want to talk about how good the speech is. He like literally the 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 line that really gets me mm-hmm. is when he says like says like so he announces to them I found water in the caves. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going there first thing in the morning to get some to bring back here. Come along if you can, and if oh, you yeah. can't, find another way to contribute. And it's very just like a very like practical look at like like a practical take. It's very just like guys, we can't keep killing each other. Yeah. We have to fucking, like, survive. Let's do well, my Let's friends. Let's do well. Let's eat well. Let's live well. Let's live well. Live, laugh, love. Let's live, laugh, and love. Because if we can't live together, we're going to laugh alone. <laughs> and we're going to love... <laughs> a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> we're going to love often. <laughs> live often. Love freely. <laughs> and laugh alone. <laughs> laugh alone. <laughs> Uh, um, Live alone, love alone, laughter is fun. Laughter is fundamental, and uh, but I what I like about, sorry, post his speech where yes. it's like yes, he's gonna take some people in the morning. Yes, they're gonna come see the water, mm-hmm. and then they'll also be like, Jack, did you smash a coffin with an axe? <laughs> did you see a coffin and axe it? It that would that. Damage was not done from falling out of a plane. <laughs> Jack, you smashed a coffin with an axe. <laughs> and he's just going to be like, yeah, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> you t- Well, my dad's not in there, so yeah. what, what are you going to do? 
What use do we have for a coffin? I smash every coffin to my dad's not in. If I <laughs> do not bring Jack to your funerals. He will not make them fun. <laughs> if coffin smashing time. <laughs> yeah, Jack just Jack just in the front row of any given funeral with an axe, just tapping his foot and licking his lips. <laughs> Ooh, let me at him, let me at him. He's like John Wick for coffins. <laughs> he is like John Wick for coffins. A John Wick where it's just him just like... Smashing just coffins. Putting bullets in coffins and doing a flip over it to the yeah. next coffin to put more bullets in it and then etc. Good movie. Good movie. Uh, we took John Wick and edited out all the bodies and put coffins in instead. Ooh. And you won't believe what happens next. Legends. 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 Uh. Legends. <laughs> We're fucking legends. We are legends. For this podcast, we are legends. You know who else is legendary? Who? Lostpedia. I am legend. Lostpedia.wikia.com for compiling all the questions that were raised in this episode, and hopefully the answers that eventually come from this episode. I don't know if I believe that they provide answers. Mm. I think I went into it thinking that would be the case. Not necessarily. They, they, so I don't want to say that lo- this is Lostpedia's fault. They're doing their best with the material they're given. So it's lost. That's really to blame. They're doing a job. They're doing a job. Yeah, I guess. But I feel like sometimes they give themselves a little too much leeway. I, yeah, I humbly agree. There should be, like, if we're being honest, there should be a lot more ambiguous (laughs) thrown around. But where are we at? We are at uh, season one. One, episode five. White Rabbit. Okay. All right. Questions. Questions. What is it that Jack did that caused the falling out between him and Christian? I think the exact incident was what we mentioned before, where he s- interrupted his dad's AA meeting and then that accused That was not it. That was not it. He oh. turned his father in for drinking on the job. That's what it was, Causing right. the death of a patient. Yes. Why yes. was Christian in Australia? Uh, to drink himself to death, right? Oh, yeah. no. It was to visit his uh, uh, secret family. Yeah, that his daughter. Yeah. His daughter. Who and to drink himself to death. Yes. It was a combo trip. Yeah, exactly. They say. <laughs> yeah. You know, you may as well get the most out of a trip. Why are you going to Australia? Two for one. Uh. Going to see my family and drink myself to death. Business or pleasure? Well, both. Both. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Drinking is my business. <laughs> and my secret family is my pleasure. Is Locke right that, quote, everything on the island happened for a reason? Uh, by the show's logic, I'm going to argue yes. Yeah. However, I have some doubts that this answer will back up that yes. It just says yes because Jacob brought them all there for a reason and he decided oh. everything. Jacob's plenty reason for me. Yeah. I'll accept that. Of course it's Jacob. Fucking Jacob. If you've ever got a if you've ever got a question like you can re- if if you've ever got a question that isn't ambiguous, it's probably just like, "Oh, Jacob did it." I know. Oh. Why was Christian wearing white tennis shoes, uncharacteristic of his black burial clothes? Uh, fuck, this is something that is a reason, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they do give a reason for it, and I forget it, so go ahead. Jack couldn't find any black shoes, uh, and he figured no one would see the body's feet anyways. Oh, uh, it's like, oh, uh, my dad ain't worth nice shoes sort of deal. Yeah. It's a nice, like, one last sick own on your shitty dad. He didn't feel his wild father was worth going out of his way to buy a nice pair. That's right. Of shoes. That's right. Why did versions of the deceased Christian lead Jack to the coffin? Well, we find out later that the smoke monster can manifest as the dead. Mm -hmm. And when 
at one point there is i think you and i have seen the scene where like jack confronts him about this mm-hmm. jack confronts the smoke monster as Locke about this and he says why'd you lead me to the caves yeah. and, and his answer is because you needed water yeah uh is that more or less it that is and then it says however given the man in black's uh sinister intentions toward the candidates mm. who's probably trying to like emotionally gauge jack and see how he could use him later right yeah. through like seeing what his relationship was to his dad or how he can be manipulated i buy that yeah. i like like of the two like it was he, it was jack it was jacob doing it for jacob reasons or it was the smoke monster doing it for evil reasons i prefer the smoke monster yeah. doing it for evil reasons that feels a little more coherent to me but not by much. It's such a low bar, right? Well, uh, one more question. Yes, please. Where is Christian's body? Uh, oh, shit. I actually don't have a clue. This, unknown. I, th- I don't think this gets answered, does it? Unknown. Fully un- fully unknown. No, it may have flung out in the, in, in the clash <laughs> and landed somewhere. No. <laughs> the man <laughs> in black may have disposed of the body in order to persuade Jack that he was the real Christian risen from the coffin. Okay, I don't believe any of that. Yeah, I just believe they thought it'd be cool. It'd make for a cool scene, and you know what? It does. Yeah. It, Who like, cares? This is one of those like, like sometimes we'll like r- we'll we'll like clearly like like last episode, for instance, where they're like, "Oh, Aaron's gonna be the Aaron Dane's dangerous around the baby," yeah. and then nothing comes of that. That one's like, I wish you would follow through. Exactly. This one is like, I don't need to know. I don't. Th- yeah, exactly. It's such an effective thing on its own that it doesn't need to like. Like, even though, like, what follows is very silly and, like, not great, the episode really still works on its own. Like, the images of Jack following his, like, weird ghost dad through the jungle are striking enough that it's still, like, it it still doesn't work. And the scene of him chopping up the coffin is great. Yeah. Great episode. It's good stuff. One of the best we've watched in a long time, I think. Yeah. At least this year. Absolutely. This week. This week. It was definitely the best episode of Lost we watched this week. I'm curious what the best episode of Lost we're going to watch next week is, though. Okay. Well, let me go to random.org. Ooh, my favorite website. No, not mine, but it's okay. What's your favorite website? Um, what is it? Albino Black Sheep. <laughs> yep, you got it. That, that's the best website they ever did. I rolled, and we got 28. 28? Well, that's, of course, I've got bad news. That's season six. Yeah. Uh, season six, episode six. Sundown. 666. 666, baby. Uh, and it's a Saeed episode. Okay. So what do you say we learn about Saeed's alternate life in the world where the plane never crashed? I hope he's a zombie. I hope he's a zombie. Uh, and I, I hope, hope they ruin that character. I, well, I've got great news because he's uh, he goes to the toilet town. He's ruined. He's ruined. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our silly little show about Lost and other stuff, too, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, mostly other stuff, uh, you know, uh, restaurant ideas, uh, a dad, a dad, life of a janitor. Uh, that's you know, you know it. It's all normal stuff that we love to talk about. It just naturally comes up when you talk about Lost. You can't not talk about these things. You can't talk not talk about the Black Eyed Peas, My yeah. Humps. You cannot. T- you just can't help it. It's so woven into the fabric of the show. The Humps. The lovely lady lums. The lovely lady lums. Lovely lady lums is it's crazy. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot to process. The idea of oh god, that's uh, it. it sends Could shivers you imagine down my if spine. someone referred to their breasts as their lovely lady lumps? I would. I would leave. I would. I would remove my bones from my body. Yeah, I would take my bones out. I would. I would give them to the person who said that, and I said, "Check these out." 
Checkmate. <laughs> Checkmate, bozo. I win. <laughs> and then I would have won because that's how it works. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Barrier Trio. You can find me at jamesbrown.space. Yes. And you can find the show on Twitter at Island Shuffle or on Facebook.com slash The Island Shuffle. Uh, you can also find us on noisepace.xyz, our humble podcast network. Yes. Uh, first things first, if you want to throw a couple of bucks at Matt, uh, I recommend doing so at patreon.com slash noisepace. He hosts the show out of, he hosts the network out of his pocket and there's a bunch of great podcasts out there, uh, including ours. Uh, and, uh, Matt's, a first of all, thank you to Matt as always for hosting us on your great network. And thank you also to the, all the other podcasts on the network. If you like us, you should check out some of these podcasts. You should check out the stick, which is the Homestar runner podcast. You should check out Podcasting is Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses, which is a podcast about uh, necro, uh, demon necromancy something, something. Some really uh, – I don't know what it is, but it's they're exci- – something we're all into. They're, they're excited about it is the main point. It's yes. nice to hear them be excited about it. Uh, check out Fear Baiting also, uh, which is a horror movie podcast. Uh, and there's a bunch of others too. Those not just three and us. There's it's even more than like that. Eight. If I sat here and twelve. Listed, if I sat here and listed all of them, I would run out of breath, and I would not stop if I could because they're all great. But that's all the, all the time we have for today. Uh, is there anything else we need to say? I think that's all the bits, isn't it? Yeah. There's one thing we need to say. Oh, the thing we say at the end of every episode, isn't uh-huh. it? Yes. Uh, what we say at the end of every episode, of course. Yeah. Yeah. This is your dad. This is your dad. Get back to work. This is your second dad. Continue playing, son. Hey, that's not what first dad said. Well, second dad says you've got time to play. (sighs) And that's what it's like (laughs) with two dads.